Gratitude, what a superpower. If you don't use gratitude as a part of your daily existence, today's a great day to start getting in touch with it. I once heard a quote that changed my life. The quote said, gratitude turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. Gratitude makes sense of our past. It brings peace for today and it creates a vision for tomorrow. How cool is that? That awesome quote helps me reflect on the power of gratitude as I think about the season of thanks and giving. For starters, it reminds us that gratitude confers so much more upon us than merely saying thank you, right? Saying thank you is important and it's wonderful, but it's not the same as practicing gratitude. You see, gratitude is a superpower. It's, it's a super ability. It's not the kind of superpower, though, that enables us to lift up heavy objects or fly over skyscrapers. No, it, it's less flashy than that. It's less flashy than the traditional superpowers. There are no cool costumes or gadgets or masks that are needed when you're practicing and flowing in gratitude. And there are no special prerequisites either that you need to inherit its powers. You don't have to be exposed to some nuclear reactor or be bit by a spider or something to have all these powers. Everyone can access gratitude and anyone, anyone can immediately experience gratitude's limitless power. Think about what it takes to turn denial into acceptance. What kind of power can turn chaos in your life into order? And what does it take to take confusion and mold it and shape it into clarity? These are by no means easy tasks for most of us. We're not born with the knowledge of turning these things around, nor do we typically get any kind of instruction or education on how to be resilient, mentally tough, or even make peace with circumstances. That kind of education does not typically occur in school. Most often we learn these skills from the school of hard knocks. But it doesn't really have to be that way if we are taught early to practice gratitude as part of a curriculum. How cool would that be to learn how to practice gratitude on a regular basis? Science shows that if we practice gratitude, it not only strengthens us, but it prepares us for some of the curveballs that life might throw. Practicing gratitude helps us deal with loss, with hardship, with challenges, and even adversity. You see, when we practice gratitude, we expand our perspective and we choose uh, to view a situation through a different lens or a wider lens. It's an involving like taking a choice. It's, it's about taking a choice, right? It's like when you practice gratitude, you are making a courageous choice to see the bigger picture and appreciate the deeper lesson to delve into the insights 
that are hidden within the circumstances that you find yourself in. And this is especially important when things are not going well or things are not going as we had hoped or we had planned. When we are adopt a, a, an attitude of gratitude, we're being more than just grateful, we're actively adopting an attitude that transcends the moment, an attitude that's appreciative of what's going on and looking for the positives and learning from the negatives, at the same time remaining immune from the overwhelm that comes from either too much negative or too much positive. It's a, this kind of balance that we have when we're in the moment practicing gratitude. So that when difficulties come, and they often come so unexpectedly, we are able to practice a kind of mental and emotional balance and toughness that allows us to look at the entirety of a situation that's in front of us, see all sides of it, and draw peace from a knowing inside of us that this moment is the moment that we're in and that it's enough and that this too will pass, and that the vision for tomorrow is fueled by a hope that things can change, or that I can adapt, and that I can transcend this, or learn from it, or grow from it. In this way, the practice of gratitude takes ordinary humans and makes us into extraordinary beings. But don't get it wrong. Achieving these heights takes lots and lots of practice. And that's the word that we have to spend a moment with because we've got to practice gratitude. It doesn't come easily. It doesn't come naturally all the time. And just like we have to go to the gym to firm up, to gain muscle, to gain strength, to get endurance, so must we practice gratitude, practice affirming the good things that we've received, looking for the good, and acknowledging the role that other people play in my life and your life in providing that goodness. That's what Robert Emmons, the psychology professor from the University of California, Davis, talked about when he discussed practicing gratitude. He said that the first thing is that you have to affirm the good things that you've received. That's a kind of consciousness. And beyond the affirmation of the good that we're receiving, he talked about acknowledging the role that other people play in providing goodness in our lives. That's another level of consciousness. If we're always looking consciously for those things, if we're practicing it, we are on our way to being a more resilient, and a more balanced individual. So during this season of thanks and giving, and by the way, it's always a season to give thanks, why not take a moment to reflect on how you're developing your gratitude superpowers? One way to do this is making a list, affirming the good things you've received. Think of 10 things that you're grateful for one thing that I try is before I leave bed in the morning, I just take my fingers and on each finger, I think of one thing I'm grateful for. I can start with a person's name or something in my life and I try to get to all 10. And that's an exercise that you can do just to raise your consciousness to begin practice in the morning before you leave your bedroom. 
You can also pick 10 people to acknowledge for a day or a week. And if you don't have 10 people, then maybe pick as many as you can. Three or four might be enough. Just to acknowledge them and to tell them why you're grateful. Not to just say thank you, but to tell them why you appreciate what they are doing for you or how they're being with you. Now look, sometimes we're just not in the mood to talk or we're just not in a position to be able to speak to people. Well, then I would say text someone, write a card, send a note. And if absolutely no one is available, it's always a great thing to start with yourself. You deserve to give yourself gratitude. Be grateful for the fact that you're here, that you're listening to this, that you can participate in this podcast with me. And also be grateful for the fact that you're up and you're moving and that you can get something done with your day. But if you really want to experience gratitude and really derive many more positive benefits, try keeping a gratitude journal. The research is showing that those who keep a gratitude journal doing this one simple exercise live happier, longer, more fulfilled, and balanced lives. They also experience great health benefits and they sleep better. They have stronger immune systems. They have better emotional coping and resiliency and they are fun to be around. Don't you want to experience the well-being that comes from gratitude? If you'd like to learn more, I invite you to contact us at Full Circle, to go on the journey with one of our coaches, or perhaps myself, and explore how gratitude can help you live a life you love. This is Dr. Sweet. Thank you so much for spending some time with me on gratitude. Be blessed.